Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Bonjour, this is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. This is the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is said to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block for many of the world's best chefs and cooks. So on Fabulously Delicious, you'll learn all about those dishes and ingredients, as well as get to know more about fabulous French foodies. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Enchanté. Ten years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia, and now I'm living my best life right here in France. Cooking, eating, meeting wonderful locals, food producers, chefs, home cooks drinking amazing wines, eating some of the other, would you believe there apparently are 1,500 or more French cheeses, and sharing these fabulous experiences with you, my fabulously delicious audience. I hope you're enjoying them. Today is episode 136, or 136, as we say here in France. We're continuing the A to Z of French herbs. Today's herb is another one that is very popular here in France and French cuisine. Some might even say it's essential. Compared to other herbs in this series, this one is a little bit new history-wise, even though it's been around for a long time. Sit back, turn the volume up. If you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine, break a baguette, add a bit of sausage on maybe, some delicious cheese, and enjoy today's episode of Fabulously Delicious, the A to Z of French herbs, tarragon. Tarragon in French is pronounced estragon and spelt E-S-T-R-A-G-O-N. It can also be known by its French name estragon in English. Tarragon's botanical name, Artemisia dracontius, it's part of the Asteraceae family of herbs, which also includes asters, daisies and sunflowers. It's found naturally in Eurasia and North America, but is now found and cultivated all over the world. There are many different varieties that go by several different names like French tarragon, Russian tarragon and wild tarragon. And it's the French variety that's often used for culinary purposes. Tarragon grows up to a metre and a half or four to five feet tall. It has slender branches with long broad leaves that are green. Its flowers are usually small and have a greenish yellow colour to them. The French variety actually seldom flowers. Tarragon thrives in late spring, early summer. So this is the best season for it if you're looking to buy some or pick some that you're growing. The French variety usually also produces no seeds. And in fact, most if not all varieties of tarragon produce sterile seeds and hence it usually reproduces through its root system. However, the Russian variety can be grown by its seeds, but this has less flavour or aroma than other varieties. Another variety of tarragon is what is known as Mexican tarragon, or Tajete Lucia, and can also be called Mexican mint marigold. 
Texas tarragon, or winter tarragon. This variety is similar in taste to French tarragon, but with a touch of anise to it. Tarragon can also go by the name of dragon sage wort, dragon wormwood, false tarragon, green sage wort, linear levid wormwood, silky wormwood, and tarragon sage wort. In Sweden and the Netherlands, tarragon is known as dragon. This comes from the botanical name use of draconculus, which means little dragon. In fact, in France, the herb used to be known as herb or dragon. It's thought that the Latin name meaning small or little dragon refers to the shape of the leaves of the plant, which apparently resembles dragon tongues. Its botanical name comes from the Greek goddess Artemis of the moon, known as Diana by the Romans. Artemis was said to have given tarragon to Chiron, the centaur. Ancient Greeks, it is said, would chew tarragon to numb the mouth and relieve toothaches. The leaves of tarragon do contain a compound called eugenol, which has a natural and ascetic quality to it. An Arabic botanist in the 13th century who studied in Spain and travelled to North Africa and Syria collecting and writing about plants wrote that tarragon was a seasoning for vegetables and was, he saw, often used as a sleeping aid. It came to Europe, it's thought, by the Crusaders in the latter part of the Middle Ages. In France, it's said that St. Catherine, when visiting Pope Clement VI, brought tarragon to France in the 14th century. Medicinally, throughout the centuries, tarragon has been used to treat poor digestion, nausea, flatulence, hiccups, arthritis, and even toothaches. There's a text written by Rombert Dudenol in 1578 called A Neve which describes the virtues of tarragon, and in it he wrote that the herb is beneficial to travellers because he says, For those that carry the herb, no venomous beast or anything like that shall hurt him. And if he travels upon the way, he shall not be weary. The root system of tarragon is said to resemble a snake, and so medieval healers used to think that it was effective cure for snake bite. But well, looks are deceiving, and this isn't the case apparently. Wonder how long it took them to work that out. The leaves of tarragon contain vitamin A and C, as well as potassium, iron, manganese, magnesium, calcium, and copper. Fabulously Delicious is a part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Some of my favourite fabulous shows on the Evergreen Podcast Network are the French History Podcast, where Dr. Gary Giraud explores events and people from three million years ago to the present day here in France. Gary Giraud is a historian who has a PhD in modern British and French history. And another great podcast about French history on the Evergreen Network is Le Secle by David Montgomery. This one's all about France's history from 1814 to 1914. 
which was a century in France that was both full of turmoil and stagnation, revolution and industrialization, wealth and poverty, colonialism and humiliation. You can check out these and other shows, as well as more episodes of Fabulously Delicious, the Fresh Food Podcast, at evergreenpodcast.com. Coming to France? Planning a trip to Paris? Or are you one of those lucky ones that live in Paris? Well, I've been lucky to live in Paris as well. And now I can say this, eating my way through Paris was an experience of eating, drinking and exploring the city of lights, love and good food that I thought I need to bring to you. The experience of that to my fabulously delicious audience. Because, well, hey, if you're listening to me, you probably love French food, right? So, I created my first book, a food guide to Paris called Paris, a fabulous food guide to the world's most delicious city. In it, you'll find 379 recommendations to be exact, consisting of 17 boulangeries, 28 cafes, 11 chocolate shops, 13 fromageries, 15 markets or marchés as they call them here in French, and 17 patisseries, 172 restaurants, 27 wine bars. But there's also food streets, gourmet and kitchen food supply stores, and so much more. Eaten at every single one of these places and highly recommend them. Paris, a fabulous food guide to the world's most delicious city, is a 2024 edition. And that is that it's up to date with all recommendations. So if you're planning a trip or coming this year to Paris, it's perfect for you. You can get a copy on my website, andrewpryorfabulously.com, where you can even get a signed and gift package version. Or you can also get the book on Amazon. And there's even a Kindle version. I hope you enjoy it. In some cuisines... The spring young stems of tarragon are often used and cooked the same way that someone would cook and eat asparagus. A very popular drink in Armenia, Azerbaijan and Georgia is a soft drink flavoured with tarragon. This is called tarkin and is made of sugar, carbonated water and tarragon. Not only does the tarragon give it its flavour, but also the drink's green colour comes from the herb. The French used tarragon by steeping the leaves in hot water to make a tea with it that they used to help to sleep and reduce insomnia. For French cuisine, tarragon plays a rather important role. It made its way into French cuisine, it's thought, around about the 16th to 17th centuries. And it's firstly a part of the thin herbs mixture that we've covered on a previous episode of Fabulously Delicious, the A to Z of French Herbs. Finherbs is a combination of parsley, chives, tarragon and chervil. Finherbs are usually used to sprinkle over the top of a dish to finish it off. You can often, depending on the region that you're in in France, find tarragon in a bouquet garni, the French addition to many stocks and stews. Traditionally, a bouquet garni includes thyme, bay leaf and parsley, but it can also contain basil, chervil, rosemary and tarragon depending on where you are in France. Then, it's also tarragon, the main flavouring of one of my favourite French sauces, Bernays sauce. One of my favourite sayings is actually, don't get saucy with me, Bernays. Bernays sauce is a delicious sauce that is often served along with a steak and chips or a steak frites. They call it the child sauce, of the mother sauce, Hollandaise. 
hollandaise, of course, being one of the five mother sauces. Here is my recipe for sauce Bernays. The ingredients you'll need for an infused vinegar, one and a half tablespoons of dry white wine, one and a half tablespoons of white wine vinegar, a quarter of a teaspoon of crushed black pepper, one eschalot peeled and finely sliced, and two sprigs of tarragon. And for the sauce, you'll need 225 grams of unsalted butter cut into small cubes, three egg yolks, a quarter of a teaspoon of salt, half a tablespoon of tarragon leaves that have been finely chopped, and half a tablespoon of chervil, finely chopped, but if you don't have, you can use flat leaf parsley. The method. First make the infused vinegar. So place the infused vinegar ingredients in a small saucepan over a medium-low heat. Simmer this for two minutes, then remove from the stove and let it stand for five minutes to infuse. Strain, pressing to extract as much liquid as possible. You should have about one tablespoon of the liquid. Cool for about five minutes before you use it. Then you need to make some clarified butter. You do this by placing the butter in a jug and either microwaving it or melting it on the stove in a small saucepan. Stand for 30 seconds until there's milky white settle at the bottom. This is the milk solids and clarified butter is the golden part that sits above it. Pour off three quarters of a cup of the clarified butter and discard the milky white solids that remain. So for the sauce, place the egg yolks, the infused vinegar and salt in a tall narrow container that a blender stick fits in. Blitz briefly to combine this. With the stick blender going, slowly drizzle the butter over for about a minute. After all the butter is in, blitz for another 10 seconds, moving the stick up and down. Add a tablespoon of water and then blix to incorporate. Add more water if needed. Stir in the chopped tarragon and chervil and immediately serve. Another great sauce that uses tarragon, and it's not as popular or well known as the sauce Bernays, that is the sauce Revigote. The sauce Revigote is often served warm and is usually served to accompany a poached fish or boiled eggs. Here's my recipe for a sauce revigote. The ingredients you'll need, a tablespoon of Dijon mustard, a third of a cup of white wine vinegar, salt and pepper to taste, two thirds of a cup of a neutral flavored oil, a tablespoon of chives, finely chopped, a tablespoon of chervil, finely chopped, a tablespoon of tarragon, finely chopped, and a tablespoon of flat leaf parsley, also finely chopped. One eschalot, finely chopped, two small white onions, finely chopped, and a tablespoon of capers, finely chopped. The method, in a bowl, place the mustard, add the white wine vinegar, and then season with salt and pepper. Add the oil by whisking it in. Once combined, add the herbs, shallot, and onion, and mix to combine. Finally, add the capers, and then season to taste with the salt and pepper. And you can serve this in a saucer. A saucer is one of those lovely dishes that holds sauces. A dish I love to make in spring summer with tarragon from the garden is poulet estragon or tarragon chicken. It's a great addition to anyone's cooking repertoire. Easy to make and delicious. Here is my recipe for poulet estragon, tarragon chicken. 
The ingredients you'll need, a tablespoon of unsalted butter, a tablespoon of olive oil, four chicken legs, four chicken thighs, two carrots, finely chopped, one echelot, finely chopped, a half a cup of chicken stock, a sprig of thyme, two to three sprigs of fat leaf parsley, a bunch of tarragon, three tablespoons of creme fraiche, and sea salt, or freshly ground black pepper to taste. The method? Melt the butter and oil in a large frying pan with a lid. Add the chicken pieces and cook for about five minutes until brown on each side. Put the brown chicken pieces on a plate and season with salt and pepper. Add the carrots and shallot to the pan and stirring for a couple of minutes. Return the chicken to the pan and add the stock and half a cup of water to cover halfway. Add thyme, parsley and a few sprigs of the tarragon. Cover and simmer gently for 30 minutes. Meanwhile, strip the leaves from the remaining tarragon and chop them finely and set aside. Add the stems to the cooking chicken. Once the chicken's cooked, remove the chicken from the pan and put it in on a serving dish. Remove and discard the tarragon stems. Increase the heat and cook the sauce until it has been reduced by about half. Strain and return the sauce to the pan. Stir in the creme fraiche and the chopped tarragon. Don't let the liquid boil as the cream will split. So simmer this for around about five minutes and then pour it over your chicken. Serve immediately with some white rice or potato puree. If you have surplus tarragon leaves, you can store them fresh by wrapping them in a damp kitchen paper towel and then place in a Ziploc bag and store in the fridge. It should last around five days or so. But another use for surplus tarragon and a way of keeping it longer is to finely chop it and add to butter to make tarragon butter. This can be shaped into a log shape and covered in cling film and stored in a Ziploc bag in the freezer or added to ice cube trays. Then when needed, you can just add a cube or a slice to whatever you're making. I like to add to a sauce or even place on top of a nice hot steak. You can even rub a slice under the skin of chicken before roasting. Many chefs will not use dried tarragon in replacement of the fresh tarragon as they believe that the dried variety doesn't have the same flavour profile or strength as the fresh herbs. I always try and end an episode with a funny story or a quote around the topic and I found a couple of fabulous quotes for tarragon. First up is one by James Beard, the amazing American cookbook author who was quoted as saying, I believe that if ever I had to practice candle poison, I might manage it if there were enough tarragon around. <laughs> and Fournard Poin, a French chef and restaurateur, once said, A Bernays sauce is simply an egg yolk, a shallot, a little tarragon vinegar and butter, but it takes years of practice for the result to be perfect. I wonder what he'd think of my sauce, Bernays. I hope he'd like it. That's it for another episode of Season 4 of Fabulously Delicious. How do you use tarragon? Do you cook with it? Let me know by contacting me via Instagram. Slide into my DMs at andrewpriorfabulously or email me on contact at andrewpriorfabulously.com i love to chat with you all. If you share your recipes for tarragon with me, then I'll give them a go and post on my socials, possibly even my blog, which you can find at andrewpriorfabulously.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, you know what my motto is, whatever you do, do it fabulously.
Merci beaucoup and bon app. Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional book, book Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy, happy reading! reading.